Hello, and welcome to the Uplifting Content Podcast. I'm your host and the founder of Uplifting Content, Ioni Butler. And in each episode, I'll be speaking to a special guest about a topic that matters. Enjoy the show. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Excellent. So before we get started, could you just tell me a bit about the work that you're doing at the moment and how that came about? Yeah, certainly. Well, I'm the founder of Nourish to Health and um, I coach and guide and empower mothers to take back their family's health. Um, I started doing this because that's what I had to do for my family. Um, Both of my children were born with um, special needs and disabilities and I had a, a really tough journey to overcome those and nobody to really support me. And I really felt that there was a need to guide mothers to using natural ways to overcome these health conditions um, and not have to go down, um, you know, that path of feeling like they're on their own and that they've got this struggle to to overcome. Um, So I did everything possible. My vow was to leave no stone unturned. Uh, I wasn't prepared to accept these diagnoses and these labels for my children and what life would have been like if I had gone down that path. Um, and through that journey, I just accumulated more and more knowledge and, uh, you know, for a, a combination of studying till one o'clock every morning and actually doing lots of different qualifications um, to really just find the answers um, and seek different, quite different ways of doing things. And it led me to this amazing path of um, understanding how we can heal ourselves and the key to that and, and, and how we can really take back our health and our, um, you know, really create a beautiful life for ourselves and our children and stop these um, generations of, of, you know, sicknesses and, and labels and diseases that are coming through. What were you doing before you, and so, so this is your main sort of occupation now, the work that you're doing, helping people, coaching? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, my main, uh, my main work is, is being a mother of two busy children, but <laughs> outside of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, before you were a mother, uh, what, what type of occupation what type of area of work did you have like, I just want to know is this work now related to what you were doing before is it completely different not really no uh, I was a hairdresser I was a color technician in London mm-hmm. and um, yeah loved it um, very sort of high-flying working with lots of celebrities and really living that kind of uh, vibrant London life and then when I came to Australia um, I actually got involved with um, working in organic stores and doing some catering and some food presentations. So I, I kind of veered into food, but it was more about tasty food than nutrition. Gotcha. It was like, that tastes good, I'm going to make that, as opposed to having any knowledge about what was good for the body. Right, right. So tell me about this, this time where, so you had your children, they, you said they had, did you, what, what types of things were showing up? And um, yeah. Well, from day one, we really noticed that my eldest, William, who's coming up nine now, um, 
just had a lot of problems. He was crying a lot and all the maternity nurses and nurses just didn't know what to do with him. Mm. And, you know, you, you go straight into comparison and I had my mother's group around me and the normal things that they were kind of going, oh, you know, he's doing this or she's doing that. I was like, okay, I, I can't represent to any of those things. Mm. William is just screaming nonstop. And, you know, we went down lots of different paths and then eventually he was diagnosed with high functioning autism at 18 months, which is quite early to pick that up. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he was, he had uh, that stage, they also said learning difficulties as well. And he had major gut issues. He was head to toe with eczema, um, very constipated, very aggressive, lots and lots of, um, you know, behavioral issues. And life was just incredibly challenging with him. Mm. And then my second son, Edward, was born. Um, I, I was pregnant with him when, Ed, when William was 11 months old. So I had them very close together. We're 17 months apart. And he was born um, and ended up being diagnosed with global development delay, learning difficulties. And he had mild cerebral palsy and mild muscle dystrophy. Mm. And a lot of palate problems. So he had a lot of issues speaking and moving and was very incredibly delayed in that way. Um, very different ends of the spectrum. One child was very chilled out and hardly did anything. The other was really intense. Um, so yeah, a little bit of both <laughs> to deal with. Right. Challenging for sure. And so yeah. what, what were you being told to do or what was the treatment? And uh, I'd love to find out. I, I love your theory of um, leave no stone unturned and just keep trying these things because I'm curious about what you were told and then what you found worked for your family? Well, we kind of um, started to discover that there was options like um, different biomedical treatments and in inter integrated treatments that were um, quite supplement based and lots of testing and, okay, this is, this is what the problem is. Um, so there's not really much we can do about that, um, but this supplement will, will help ease it. And we got told from many specialists that, you know, especially with William, because he was very violent um, and aggressive that, you know, well, he won't likely to go to a, to a normal school. And if he carries on being this aggressive, you'll have to put him into some sort of care because you just, you won't be able to cope with him. Look at the struggle that you've got with him now. Wow. When, he's, when he's nine, 11, 16, it's going to be really challenging for you. And it was this kind of information and going to doctors and specialists and them saying, you know, diet doesn't really make a difference. You know, you can try, but it doesn't really make a difference. You know, this is the supplement for you. This is the medication for you. And, um, you know, see you later kind of attitude really led for me to go, there's got to be more. Um, mm -hmm. I knew that I had allergies as a child. I knew that. So if, if I didn't watch how much of certain foods I ate, my allergies would get worse. And so I kind of kept putting two and two together and going, okay, there's got to be something here. And then when you start down that rabbit hole, it leads you on to more and more and more. And then you start to actually implement these things and see, because you know, at, at, at shortly after William's diagnosis, we took out certain foods and we saw a difference. And at 20 months after taking out two major food groups, I got my first cuddle and my first eye engagement. Wow, what were, the, what were they? What were the food groups you took out? Uh, dairy and gluten. Wow, wow. Yeah. So it basically just allowed him to connect and to, you know, I, I believe that these beautiful um, children and all of us, uh, our pots are just too full. 
-hmm. you know we've we just it's a combination of genetics what um you know what family history we have the environment we're brought up in the the food we eat the the stress that's on our body it's a culmination of everything the chemicals in our water and our environment it's never just one thing it's never or oh, that's the thing that caused this it's an accumulation you know when we are born we're born with our grandmother's cells our mother's cells it's, it continues down mm -hmm. and so certain certain of us are more sensitive than others and there tends to be one or two in the family that sort of gets the dose mm -hmm. <laughs> of more things and for me, how I look at these beautiful children is, okay, how can we empty the pot? I look at them like an onion. How can we layer, take layers and layers and layers off until we get the true child, until we get the true personality, not a reaction because the child is having gut issues or having uh, you know, not enough oxygen to the brain or they're just in pain or they're distressed or they're scared or the needs aren't being met. You know, how can we take this pressure off the children so that they can just shine as they as they need to that's it's incredibly fascinating you've got um and we're giving away a copy of this uh, that your guide to high frequency living um and i'll put a link to that you're giving away a copy of the ebook and also one of your courses heal the mother heal the child which i want to go into in a second as well um i am all for um yeah understanding all these kind of inner workings taking taking away those things how did yeah, how did all this come about and um yeah because you said you were doing lots of courses and things like that as well um a lot of study yeah how, so yeah, I, how did this become like the the way forward at what point did the nutrition really take over was this because it was working with william so you were like there's something to this i'm gonna invest more time and energy into it yeah, and my own current health as well. I mean, um, I, I remember at the time, uh, William was about three years old and I had a cortisol test and they made me redo it three times um, and said, there must be something wrong. You know, your, your stress levels are coming back like an SAS officer on the front line. Oh my. And any autism mums out there will be going, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly stressful watching your child have um, health issues and not really knowing what to do to help them. Um, be it that skin issues, behavioral issues, sleep issues, anxiety issues, whatever the family is touched by, it's, it's really hard work to, to watch that. So for me, I had to, I had to actually look after myself. I, mm. I, I became quite bedridden. My hair fell out, I had hypothyroidism, my whole face was covered in eczema and, and it swelled up like bee stings every day. I lived like that for about two years and I got allergic to everything because there was about three foods I could eat and my anxiety got um, through the roof. I was uh, you know, a very bubbly, social, extroverted person and I found just leaving the house would cause me to have a panic attack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I realized very early on, I've got to look after myself. I can't put everything into the children. Yeah. And so I went on a journey to actually start improving my health. And that led me down to really, um, really finding out that nutrition plays a big part. And so going down beautiful plant nutrition to realize that it, it takes the pressure off the body to allow the body to heal itself. And that there are ways that we can heal the body other than nutrition as well so i find nutrition to be the foundation mm -hmm. it's important it's the key but 
for me, the secret of healing is energy and it's healing mm. the mother first. It's prioritizing our own energy so that we can raise our frequency. And when we raise our frequency, we allow our child's frequency to raise. We allow, um, we almost create a hologram for that beautiful child to grow into. Because when we are, you know, overwhelmed and stressed and, um, and, and just not seeing the joy and gratitude in life, it's really hard for us to, to you know, come from that place of love and, um, you know, cope with the stresses of everyday life. Everything becomes just hard work and that puts that pressure on the body. I think, I think you've just hit the nail on the head with the whole, and it's something that, I've, I've worked, spoken to and interviewed and gone to events where energy is a, is a, is a big part of it. And it's something that we don't often um, talk about or do. There's not as much work in that arena, but it, it makes so much sense. We're energetic beings. We need to raise that frequency up. Creation and joy and life is much easier from a higher vibrational place than it is for a lower one. And when we're stressed and tired and sluggish and feeling sick, and it's just hard to, to function at all. So what you're doing, I think is brilliant, helping, helping parents, people raise their vibration. And I'm curious, what are some of the ways that you teach that or encourage people to do that? Yeah, brilliant. So, um, there's many different ways. And what I love about this work is that the, the, it's progress, not perfection. So it's finding what works for you in your own environment and, and utilizing that. So, uh, the, the biggest thing I do when I work with my, with my beautiful mothers is empowerment for them to believe that they can do it, that they feel worthy that they can do it, that they, that they have a vision of where they want to go. And that's the starting point. And then from there, it's, you know, we can use um, grounding to nature, spending more time in nature. We can use more sunshine. We can use, you know, cleaning up the diet and, and, and getting clean, um, fluoride-free water. We can, do th we can do the practical sides. It's also about self-care, self-love, self-empowerment. These are all ways that we can raise the frequency. When the body um, vibrates at a lower frequency, when we're feeling shame and guilt and, and, and blaming and, and, and we're stuck in that anger and rage, which all have its place. And, and the, the biggest thing I teach is to really allow people to sit in those emotions and feel mm -hmm. them fully. I really understand because that's how we transmute them out. Mm -hmm. Not by going, oh, we just need to be happy. Yeah, I'm fine, <laughs> I'm fine. No, you're not fine. <laughs> it's feeling them. It's, it's, it's mm. getting to know yourself. But then when we do raise our frequency, sickness, disease, those things can't live in a lower frequency. Parasites, gut issues. We naturally heal our body through our energy. So it's a more consistent um, way than through the force of, I need to perfect my diet and perfect my, my, my routine and I need to perfect my exercise and I must be doing this and this, which is all from force. It's all from mm. like comparison. And, 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 and when you're already a, a mother who's struggling, it just seems overwhelming. Whereas when we can find a place to go, look, I just need to find gratitude today. I just need to find, um, you know, something to, to focus on today. And I give very practical tools because the one thing I found the most frustrating was going to specialists and spending 600 to $800 a session on these specialists and sometimes traveling for two to three hours to get to particular people and then pretty much sitting behind a desk and going, yep, yeah, this is all that's wrong. And here we are, but you're on your own. 
and mm. I would walk out and go, but what do I do? Mm. What do I actually do? Okay, I've got these supplements, but what do I do until these supplements work? Or mm. how, do, how do I actually cope with this? And so the one thing I, I'm really, really avid about is like practical, easy to follow steps, things that you can do. And you know, if that's not working for you one day, pick another thing. Like I call it my life toolkit. Mm -hmm. Like there's always, and depends on what you need, um, bring that out. And, and something that I have done and I encourage other mothers to do is to then, you know, monkey see, monkey do. How, you know, how do I get my child to eat this food? How do I get my child to stay calm? It's like, are you showing them, oh, mommy's getting a bit stressed out about something. I'm going to go and breathe. I'm going to go and meditate. Are you showing them by example what you're doing mm -hmm. or are you telling them? Mm -hmm. darling you need to calm down as you're getting higher and higher you're, not, you're very stressed out you need to calm down it's like yeah oh this situation is stressing me out but i'm just going to go and breathe and then we'll just come back to this mm -hmm. and the same thing with the nutrition it's like are you you know doing this are you showing your children are you inspiring them through growing the food going to the farmer's market teaching them learning doing this together evolving together it doesn't matter how young and it doesn't matter how old we can always empower through guidance not through I know what's right for you do and it, I'm going to yeah. do, I'm going to do this. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That, that doesn't work. Um, so that, and so you were talking about that, is that the heal the mother, heal the child um, online program? Is that, is that how that works? And, and do you, do you coach people and work with them as part of that? Yeah. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but this is a really nice way of, of um, putting it all into one program to really allow people to go through all of the steps. So it's not to say that you're going to transform your life in eight weeks, although I have worked with people that it's happened in less where they've shifted something energetically and have seen a massive uh, result with their child when they haven't even actually done anything with the child. They haven't started them on green juice or anything. They've just shifted themselves and it's suddenly changed the, the outcome for the family. Mm. But it's a step-by-step -step guide of like how we can shift our mindset, how we can raise our frequency, life tools and experiences. And then we go into detoxification and nutrition and the difference between that, um, because it's not always about what you put in. It's about what you take out. And that's the difference of um, this type of protocol, which is all about self-healing. So it's allowing the body to do the work. So you're just simply getting out of the way. You're simply taking anything that might be causing the body inflammation or having to work hard mm -hmm. to, to heal. You're simply getting stuff out of the way so that it can do it itself. And there's a difference between like a nutritional plan, which is stick loads of stuff in, but we're not addressing the fact that we've got a you know pretty toxic load here that needs to come out first. And what and, type of things, sorry, now I'll let you finish. I was going to say, and, and lots of sort of, you know, how to clean the home, how to um, create a, a toxic chemical free lifestyle um, and, and really about empowering. And, and what the, the course is going to, going to really be great about is that it's, it's, and when I've run these before, it's about community. So the one thing that I didn't have was that support um, and anyone else going through it at the same time. So what I want to try and create is, um, you know, these empowered mothers connecting together so mm. that, they have someone that gets it that, that doesn't go, oh, yeah, my child gets upset too. Or yeah, my child's got this little, little rash behind my ear and, and they, you know, their child's covered from head to toe in eczema and can't go out. I want them to sort of see that there's this community there. And it's, it's fascinating that you're saying this because this cause obviously is, is for mothers. Um, but it seems like the work that you're doing 
can relate to anyone that's got this stuff going on. Like an adult that has the eczema can do these things, right? It's yeah, not just about all these, these things can be applied to, to everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've worked with quite a lot of, um, yeah, quite a lot of, uh, women who just want to improve their health. Um, quite a lot of women that have been, you know, bedridden and been told there's nothing they can do and that this is their life and they should take this pill for the rest of their life. And, and now they're absolutely thriving and achieving well beyond their, their dreams. So yeah, it's absolutely possible for everybody. And I'm really curious because when you talked about the detoxification versus nutrition and supplements and things like that. Um, so you said with your son, you cut out the gluten and the dairy and that made a really profound difference. Are there kind of a list of um, like sort of certain things that people can try just removing? Um, do you, do you suggest they do it all at once or is it a process of, of like trying one thing each week? Yeah, so um, I do believe going slowly because um, so there's a two there's two things. Firstly, it's about getting the mindset first mm-hmm. because if you if you haven't got the belief there and you're overwhelmed, implementing a new nutritional plan and having to buy foods that you don't normally buy can be overwhelming and it, and it's another thing. And then like so many New Year's resolutions, they end up going, oh, it was too mm-hmm. hard. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So before I introduce any shifts or changes with anyone I work with or recommend, it's always mindset first. It's always about self-care and mindset, because if you're in a good place, you're going to want to choose better options and you're not going to be that overwhelmed, stressed, right? Just grab anything. I don't care mm-hmm. right now. I just want this. You're going to make better choices. So mindset always comes first. Um, and then when it is, when you do feel ready to make the shifts and changes and you're doing it through love you're doing it through okay i honor myself in this process to do this then you then you you crowd i call it crowding out so if your thing is coffee and at the moment that's the thing getting you through stay with the coffee but let's introduce more fruits and vegetables more fresh real foods Mm -hmm. and start tipping that balance because eventually your body's going to go oh this is what we want and those cravings are going to move towards that than the other foods Mm -hmm. and you're going to observe in your body Look, I had a couple of days of eating really well and I felt vibrant and amazing and then kind of fell off the wagon a little bit and I'm back to my old way and I can feel the difference. I can feel mm-hmm. the vibrational difference. I don't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's much more empowering for the individual to feel that like, oh God, I don't actually want to eat that way anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to steer down this way. Mm-hmm. So crowding out is a, is a more sustainable way of doing it than perfection and clearing everything out although that is my style I'm a bit of a cold turkey person and I've worked (laughs) tell me what to do I'm doing it and they stick to it and they do it but Mm. the majority of people I work with that's too much it's too overwhelming they like to go slow and and do it so it's increasing um it's increasing fruits and vegetables I teach about food combination this is really important as well Mm. um, for digestion and, and then it's about eliminating certain food groups that are causing inflammation and mucus to be formed in the body. Um, when the body's inflamed and it's full of mucus, that's when all of the bugs and nastiness that we don't want to grow happens to grow in there and causes more strain on the body. Mm. So it's also part of nutrition is also, um, you know, because to- toxins are not just food. That's the, that's the foundation of the work I do. Toxins are not food. Because if you have the most perfect diet, you have your green juice and your smoothies and your beautiful presented salad and everything's going well, but you're in a 
relationship that's causing you grief or you've got a boss that's bullying you or you're totally overwhelmed by a financial situation mm -hmm. this is going to create toxicity on the body and it's going to almost put you in this cha-cha situation where you're doing everything right and you're not getting the results yeah so again it goes back to mindset working on your entire holistic approach to life and then introducing the nutrition and getting a better result for it um but there are trigger there are certain trigger foods that that will stop the body cleaning out mm -hmm. and it's not to say that we have to live this way forever Mm -hmm. um, once you've cleaned the body out and you've been on the, and, and you know, it does take time to, to get, um, reversals of these bigger issues. It takes time. It's not just a, a two week, um, you know, cleanse. It's, it's a bit yeah. more dedication than that. Yeah. I like it. Uh, do you have any stories or stories that stand out from you from experiences that you've had? Um, it could be you personally or people that you've worked with, uh, that you'd like to share about, sort of how this this work has helped or some transformations that have happened or results that you've seen probably the the, the biggest story i have is the story of my children mm. um i mean i've seen many many clients that have transformed their children's health and and their lives um but the one that's the closest to my heart is my children of, of going from you know william was um crippled with social anxiety getting in a car to go to his therapy would take us anything from sort of 20 minutes to an hour for him to be able to cope with being in the car. And then when he was in the car, he had to have noise cancelling headphones because of the sound of the road or because of the, the shifts in, in the air, anything would set him off. The blender would set him off. Um, he was having to throw himself off the furniture to just get some regulation in his body, just to feel something. Wow. Um, we would spend most of the day just him screaming in a meltdown. Um, he used to bang his head against the wall continuously, pull his hair out, scratch, bite, like many different stimming situations. Um, and my little Edward had a problem walking, crawling, talking. And now, I mean, I'm just a wonder of them. They are beautiful, aware, spiritual children who have got, I mean, William was, you know, very scared of talking to anyone of being with around anybody anyone knew would upset him and now he's like one of the most social kids at school wow many friends makes friends effortlessly um and and you know we've we've done a lot of work on reversing his beliefs as well and that's part of it you know i i really empower him and and now he just doesn't i just make friends easily whereas that took him a long time to get there mm -hmm. um, both of them are just healthy. There's no gastros, there's no colds and flus, there's no um, issues with any of their health. Their sleeping's good, their behavior's good. I mean, they're normal kids climbing trees, being loud. It's the school holidays at the moment, they're so <laughs> loud. They're so loud, but it's, it's the, the normal happy kids. Yeah. And I didn't think that was possible. You know, I, didn't, I, I don't think I even dreamt the life that we have now. I didn't think that was even attainable all I wanted was a normal parenting day I just wanted anything to resemble normality and I went through that and came out the other side and now it's about creating and 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 having um yeah feeling like like I can have it all I can have healthy children I can have my health and I can empower others and I can create and dream and um yeah that wasn't on the cards for a while so 
that's probably the biggest success story I have. It's amazing. It's an amazing story. And because you said that, uh, was it three years old when you started to change William's diet? And then within two months, he was making eye contact and you got your first hug and that hadn't happened before. Was that three so years he old? Was, he was 18 months when we first, um, when he got diagnosed. And then because we had the word autism, I actually kind of, although I knew before that, I, I had something to research. I had something mm -hmm. to start looking into. And, and then, you know, the no dairy, the no gluten came up. And then we progressed on and on to actually no grains. We found that taking grains out really impacted um, his health. And it, again, like the onion, it was just like, oh, there's another layer. Okay, there's another layer. There's another symptom knocked off. There's another, um, you know, and, and so, so what is healing? For me, healing is just unlocking the true, the true self. Mm. So, you know, um, he hasn't changed his little quirks and beautifulness. It's just that he's free to really be who he is and express himself. And, and if I had listened to them back then to say, well, he'll always be, you know, so he, they were saying things like, you know, well, you won't get emotion from him. Um, he's not likely to give anyone eye contact. He won't be sociable. Um, the aggression will get worse as his brain develops um, because, you know, with learning difficulties, he'll get frustrated that he can't do things. And I think he's just, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a beautiful vegan activist. He's very passionate, <laughs> about, passionate about saving the world. And he, um, he's just a beautiful friend and he's engaging and he's, he's very funny. He's got very kind of, um, old fashioned sense of humor. And he's just one of the most beautiful things this being told this, uh, last week he did a performance in front of 300 adults, um, with 70 other children where he sang and danced and performed and did lines in a play. And I was, I was bawling all the way through it. My husband and I were a mess because you know when we had to grieve really we had to grieve mm. that we weren't going to have that yeah and then yeah. to suddenly have it now it's like it's possible i know it it's is. possible and i've and i have seen it with other clients as well it's remarkable that people can be told that when it's not true um because if it wasn't you if it was another parent they may have ended up putting their kids in care or just whatever and it's not true so i think it can be so I do find it fascinating with doctors when they can say these things in absolutes <laughs> because it yeah. can be so dangerous and it's not always it's true. Also the, it's also the energy behind it as well, mm. because when you get diagnosed with something, when you get labeled with anything, eczema, hypothyroidism, whatever, whatever it is that your doctors or specialists have told you, you automatically kind of succumb to it and go, right. oh, well. That's, That's it. The yeah. Yeah. And, and then of course the energy behind that is that you're, you're telling yourself over and over, well, I have this. The reason right. I can't do it is because I have this, right. this is the problem I have. And so it's changing the story. And that's one mm -hmm. of the biggest things I do with my mothers. It's like, okay, that's what you've been told. What are we going to create? What do you want? What mm. are you going to, what, what can you visualize for your child? And I, I had a beautiful success story a couple of weeks ago where, um, you know, a mother said, I just want my child to do this. I just desperately want my child. And I'm like, let's create it. And we did this whole vision practice and we created it and she did it all. And then a week later she calls and goes, oh, he did it. He did it. He did it. And it's like, see, cause you saw the possibility, mm -hmm. you know, and instead mm -hmm. of us seeing the, well, I've been told this, so that's what I've got. It's not possible to heal. I've been told that we can't heal from this. I've been told yeah. that this is the, this is the tablet that I have to have every day for the rest of my life or my problem will come back or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, 
and then we sit into that groove, that energy groove, and we accept it and, and that's it. Yeah. Loving it. Love, love the work that you're doing. I think it's just so valuable and just not just like we're saying, not just for parents, just for people, anybody in general. Um, thank you for offering to give away a copy of your ebook, which is the guide to high frequency living. So that's available for everyone. And um, Hannah's also offered to give one lucky winner um, access to the Heal the Mother, Heal the Child online program about how to naturally heal your child from chronic illness and disease. So that is great for any um, parents that are going through um, some stuff and want some help and guidance with it. So thank you again, Hannah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It starts in February and um, yeah, the community is building and I'm really excited to see the transformations and to support these beautiful mothers um, as they support each other as well. I love it. How long is the program? For eight weeks. Excellent. Excellent. Great. Well, thank you. I will see you all next week, lovely audience, or you will hear me next week. <laughs> but until then, take care of yourselves and thanks again, Hannah. Bye. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Uplifting Content Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast and find it uplifting and inspiring, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you take a picture of your review and email it to us at info at upliftingcontent.com, we will send you a little gift to say thank you. Also, to make sure you never miss a beat, subscribe to my email update. I promise I won't spam you and I send less than one email a month on average. You can find the sign up link in the show notes. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Bye. Email update. I promise I won't spam you and I send less than one email a month on average. You can find the sign up link in the show notes. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Bye.